Welcome to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. Jordan Love look good, don't care what a bear say. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. Preseason game one, Packers one. So we're going to dive into game recap and analysis, as well as touching on some of the new players who made names for themselves and some of the old guys who are making plays out there in the preseason. So thanks for tuning in. We've got great talk. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Packers fans. We want to welcome you in from the over 100 countries listening to this show. Your Green Bay Packers beat the Cincinnati Bengals 36 to 19 in the first preseason game of the season on Friday night. That was interesting, but that was exciting because Jordan Love got out there and he looked good. We're going to get into him. We're going to get into the game recap and we're going to be touching on all things green and gold here today. So make sure you leave a five-star review and subscribe if you haven't already. I'm joined by my co-host KJ. KJ, welcome to the show. How you doing? Packers fans, what is going on? I'm psyched because Packers football is back. I remember how many weeks ago it was when we were just like, wow, three months out. It's coming around the corner. Eventually it'll get here. It's officially here. We've got Packers thoroughly until, you know, 2024. So give yourself a pat on the back. We made it. And guess what? The Packers looked good. It was preseason game number one, but this was probably the most anticipated preseason game in the last 20 years in the Green Bay, maybe even 30 years. So for the pack to look this good, it gives me a lot of hope, man, for Lafleur, for, for Love, and for the supporting cast. I can't wait to dive into it. Thanks for having me. Yep. I think where you just nailed it is that it was different. This was no preseason game like the years past. This was a lot of number ones out there, and more importantly, a new number one at quarterback, Jordan Love Cage. I was just so excited leading up to the game, thinking about seeing some game action of Jordan Love. Man, it's been all year. You had mentioned it, right? We'd been waited all year. Give yourself a pat on the back. And then here it is, right? Football's a short season, but 20 weeks from here until out, we're going to be having football every, every step of the way. So it's going to be good fun. And Jordan Love... He's going to be a big part of what the Packers have going on this season, no matter what. So to see him cage out there, look good, look in command, smart, athletic, good arm. I mean, check, 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 check. What else are the haters out there saying? I mean, this is preseason action, of course, but I mean, the guy looked very ready. And I, I think that's where you have to test him in the live games. What, what is your take on Jordan Love? And uh, what, what did you see from him out there? Man, Jordan Love looked crisp. He looked composed. He looked polished. He looked big out there. And I think that's what a lot of viewers are seeing is just like Jordan Love is even bigger than Aaron Rodgers was. He's even like he's much bigger than a Sean Clifford. I think this guy, like I'd have to double check Joe Burrow, but he might even be bigger than Joe Burrow. Like uh, Jordan Love is kind of like a huge athlete and he was out there for a limited sample size, seven of 10, which is kind of nice for me, right? Like you see 10 Jordan Love passing attempts. He successfully leads a drive, sit him out, let him build on the momentum. I think that's good coaching. 
I think if you look at uh, the box score, you don't really see any Jordan Love rush yards. You didn't really see him evade a sack because the Packers did well to protect their QB. So that's another plus. But, like, man, what what does Jordan Love have that we didn't see yet? I think he's got the play action in his back pocket, and I think he's got the running game in terms of making things happen with his own feet in his back pocket as well. Um, yeah, man, it looked like great synergy, you know, between his teammates, between the floor. And it's still early, so I am going to try and take with a grain of salt. But, like, Packers fans, I mean, no one got injured, right? Packers won. They won convincingly. They put up points in all four quarters. I have my good pack. I have my bad pack. I'm excited to get into that. But this was a good game, and it starts from the top, right? We talk about that phrase, setting the tone, culture setters. That's that Right now, that's Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love. The fact that they looked so sharp, it carried all the way down to the second unit with, with uh, Sean Clifford. It carried all the way down to some of the, the later guys. You saw them perform. And, man, I mean, just like as good of a first preseason game as you could possibly have, in my opinion. What do you think? Guys? And, and Packers fans, maybe you feel that it was refreshing, like an ice-cold Coca-Cola, to have no longer any drama surrounding the Packers, to mm-hmm. have kind of a synergy, as KJ mentioned, between the head coach and quarterback. I noticed that in the offense. They were running Matt LaFleur's offense to a T, KJ. Jordan Love probably isn't really making audibles at this point. Not He's just doing what the coach calls. And the first play, throw to you know, Aaron Jones. You know, he took a deep shot to Christian Watson. He took some shots to Musgrave. He spread around the football, and that's what it's going to be this year for the Packers. It's going to be A.J. Dillon. It's going to be Aaron Jones. It's going to be all of these guys running Matt LaFleur's offense where he's going to spread it around because that's how you really attack a defense when you don't have a star such as Rodgers who can kind of create plays out of nowhere. Jordan Love is going to I think really star in his role and he you mentioned how athletic he looked cage six he five, looked two, six four fluid he looked fluid as well he was six four two twenty but he in the pocket the way he drops back he's a true NFL pro style quarterback he's mobile he really but he's not running and he has good footwork good throwing mechanics I am super hyped Packers well, coaching staff and everybody has to be pretty hyped too, but they probably knew this a lot for a while. But uh, good to see it in the game. I was going to add of something that a, not a lot of people I think will be talking about happened early on when, like you mentioned, Jordan Love fired it deep, and the Bengals safety. I got to give them a lot of credit. We put this video on Ike Packers on Twitter, so go check it out if you haven't seen it yet. The safety basically makes like a diving play and uh, prevents Christian Watson from taking it to the house, like. Some people were saying maybe the ball could have been a little better thrown. Excuse me, but honestly, man, that was one of those plays where it was just a great play from the safety, preventing a touchdown. And I remember that throw, and what I was thinking about the next day was – I think Jordan Love's going to air it out a lot more deep than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers kind of had a little bit of a interception gauge, right? Like he would not take a ton of risks. Jordan Love, I loved that he was just – slinging it towards number nine christian watson that's the guy i want to see getting those targets getting those opportunities deep down the field romeo dubs is going to eat up those maybe red zone touchdowns i wanted to put out how many touchdowns is romeo dubs going to get this season because cage you know he kind of shows that he may be a red zone target favorite for jordan love Mm -hmm. but i was quite pleased with just the way the packers fill out the offense now right you get to see kind of 
how they're going to attack teams. They're going to attack it with Christian Watson as a deep threat. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the backfield, that's a solid tandem. You got Romeo Dubs as kind of like a, you know, mid-range, just short yard receiver. Jaden Reed running the slot fast. And uh, Musgrave Cage, who can hit the seam. It's going to be exciting. But they were working the sidelines a lot. And uh, that, you know, as long as Jordan Love keeps zipping it with that throw power, should be okay. Yeah, man, I mean, I mean, like, even if you take that deep shot, the defense is sagging off on the next play. So then, bam, hit Jaden Reed. Bam, hit Musgrave. Like, bam, hit Christian Watson on the cross route. Like, on the slant route. Whatever you have to do, they respect it. I think that's the main takeaway, Packers fans, is the opposing teams <clears throat> excuse me, are going to respect Jordan Love's deep ball. The opposing teams are going to respect Jordan Love's deep ball. He's, you know, between him and Clifford, man, the receivers came to play as well. Dontavian Wicks. He had a big 47-yard play. You take away that. He had uh, two receptions for 21 yards. So, you know, big play, a couple other smaller plays in there, three receptions for 68 yards. Samori Toure, I I tweeted out, looks dangerous. And what I mean by this is he can impact the game in, like, multiple ways and multiple routes. Uh, I'm looking for him to be a sleeper this year, man. I know that the Packers are very high on Malik Heath. I believe this guy was you know undrafted out of old miss for some reason uh looks like an absolute stud with the athleticism 6'2 213 pounds he had three receptions for 36 yards so just make it an impact and uh spreading the ball around like luke musgrave looks polished tucker craft looks raw i think that might be you know a little bit of the 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 fcs versus fbs thing i have all the faith in the world in tucker craft because he's a competitor but it's very becoming obvious in my opinion that musgrave is just like ahead of tucker craft in the polish department um you know i could be wrong on that it could be preseason maybe tucker's about to hit the ground running but but as far as the offense like the the other things standing out to me were just i mean do you want to talk about emmanuel wilson like he we've got good pack and bad pack coming up but you you can't really say enough about this guy's story uh busted off an 80 yard run and it wasn't even close it's inspiring it was like the 14th year of his dad's passing so he kind of spoke it into the universe spoke it into existence how he's basically going to like play and and run into the end zone to honor his dad and then sure enough it happened that was special i remember i was uh twice super excited at the moment when exactly man six carries 111 yards like you look at the tyler goodsons you look at you know like the patrick taylor's what are these guys doing on the roster? Like, what are you doing on a roster if you got six carries for nine? Is twenty eight even capable of busting one off that cage? That's what I. That says to me. Some guys just aren't capable of busting big ones. Talking about big legs, AJ Dillon. I'm talking about big Quadzilla. I'm wondering if he could bust a big one this year. This like his longest run in NFL. Like his let's NFL let's career, find sure. that out. Let's, his let's, longest thirty six yards. <laughs> but I will say he had a fifty yard. Uh, receiving play in 2021 so it's like okay okay man i mean like his long in 2020 was 30 his long in 2021 was 36 his long in 22 was 27 i'm interested to see how that compares to aaron jones who i'm pulling up right now aaron jones long runs 46 67 56 77 57 36 that's kind of interesting because last year jones had a really good year 
but he yards wise, but he only had two TDs and his long was 36. So it's like Packers got to get more big plays out of their running backs, man. And if that means keeping Emmanuel Wilson on the roster, I'm all for it. But keep him yeah, on. I mean, I didn't really think about that like big play ceiling for AJ Dillon. So it's like for me, you made a great point. Like if his long run is only going to be like 30 yards, please use him in this short yardage ground and pound you know like use him to his strengths like he's not a speed back you've got the speed back ground and pound with aj Dillon. uh thoughts i think he's a mid drive back this is what i think because i went i once went through the stats that uh aaron jones when he was scoring a lot of touchdowns for the packers getting those red zone touches the packers were doing really good on offense and when they started trying to balance that with uh, A.J. Dillon more being the goal line back, it didn't necessarily result in higher yards and it didn't result in more touchdowns. And the Packers actually, if you think about it, last year and the year before Cage really struggled <clears throat> getting the seven points. There were there were all these times of getting the three points and that I was calling for this year. That's why I want more Aaron Jones. I really think he's just got a better way of finding the holes, getting into the end zone. He's got that home run play. Uh, and, you know, I think A.J. Dillon is a mid-drive back, right? You don't start off the drive with him. You start with Aaron Jones. But then you let him compound guys after a few snaps in. When he gets a fresh start, they're already six, seven snaps in, a little tired. That's where I would use A.J. Dillon in those, uh, you know, middle yards situations. Well, I, I, I have something to say. Like, I'm a fan of A.J. Dillon, but he's not, I think, like the – the, the caliber uh, home run hitter is Aaron Jones. So it's like last year, one of the biggest indictments on Matt LaFleur was the fact that he didn't really utilize Aaron Jones on the Packers' best offensive weapons. I mean, the guy averaged 5.3 yards That's a carry. That's what I'm saying. Well, Packers fans, in the three back-to-back years prior to the 2022 season, when the Packers won 13 games, three straight seasons, Aaron Jones averaged like 9.7 TDs. He averaged 10 TDs That's a what year. I'm saying, last my man. Year, last year, he had two. So it's like... He, they switched the, to Dylan in the red zone. No, no, that, that's... Man, that's actually fascinating because if Dylan can't get it done in the red zone and you're, like, taking away the touches from your effective back Aaron Jones and that's capping your offense, man, you got to wonder, like, what's the right fit? You know, the every mid-drive. team needs a power back, but if you can't get in the end zone, man... Like, that's something you got to work on. I think so. I think it it's comes down to vision, Cage. I think it, vision is a huge char- like characteristic. And I think that's what we're going to see out of some of the corners backs as well, Cage. Valentine, uh, you know, Carrington Valentine, he made a big play at interception. But he is was he you stood put out. out there he, he he's kind of stood out, out as, a, as a cornerback who may have the vision and this is something Razul Douglas has right that stems to guys like Charles Woodson is they're ball hawks they're really watching the ball some corners are much more focused on the man other watch the ball they make plays on the ball they get the tips they're always active around the football getting those picks and Cage what did you like out of you know the rookie Carrington uh, Valentine getting his hands on the ball and you also mentioned that he's pretty fast bro it's like certain guys they they say be so good they can't ignore you that was carrington valentine on the defense for the packers i don't think there was a single other player on defense that stood out with the exception of Keyshawn nixon who had a sack and like his 
first play of the, of, the, of the game. You know, so it's like Keyshawn Nixon is that's who he is. He's a playmaker. I'm super glad the Packers got him back in the just fold. good. <laughs> I mean, Carrington Valentine, good player, man. Good player. Like he was challenged. He, I mean, this guy was the 232nd overall pick in the draft. He had three passes defended. He had a pick. Like, I mean, Mel, this Mel Kuyper, this was a deep cornerback draft. Mel Kuyper actually ranked him 13th best cornerback in the draft, and the pack got him in the seventh round, Packers fans. So it's like there's value there. He ran a 4.38. I mean, if you're making an impact against... I don't care, like NFL caliber QBs, regardless of his preseason, cornerback and defensive back is one of the toughest positions to play. And if we're going to be waiting for Eric Stokes to get back to full health, you've got to get Carrington Valentine involved. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. I anticipate teams will probably target him more. Uh, Patriots will probably target him this coming week. And it wouldn't surprise me if he has some growing pains, but maybe he just keeps stepping up, man. It, it, like He was exciting on the defensive end for me. What about you? I, I think, you know, he he was good. I think the defense in general, Lucas Van Ness, I think he's the right player to draft, right? Like, let's go out there and take a freak athlete. That's what I see when I see Lucas Van Ness. And Packers fans, I had this thought earlier in the week, sent it to the group chat. I said, you pretty much see that they take the biggest freak athletes at the top of the draft and, you know, round one. And the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are the only exception, and that's what Lucas Van Ness is. He is not a second-round athlete. This guy is getting drafted pretty much top 15 cage, even if he's not starting on his collegiate team. And I think that's what I see out there in him is you see like a very multiple cultural guy who, even though he wasn't showing up in the box to score, I have hopeful – I think he's just a good player to have out on the defense, right? He's, he's going to help the team uh, – in his snaps that he has i think we'll see how the packers defense jair was not out there you know some of the the That's stars fine. on defense which is great to, I, I don't mind that one bit but uh you know when you get to see some of the the backups cage you got to see some of the safeties i saw quay walker out there i thought that was cool but you kind of mentioned it Keyshawn nixon one play one sack, <laughs> one sack yeah that's what you like to see. And now I have a question for you and Packers fans. I want you to stir on this one as well. We may have stole the show in week one of preseason with our new quarterback, Jordan Love, looking good. But what would have happened, KJ, if this was a regular season game and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase were on the other side for the Bengals? How do you think a Packers Bengals matchup would go this year? It'd be tough, man. It'd be tough. I'd have to give the slate to uh, the Bengals. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I don't like our team, man. You know, I think the Bengals are like a, a team to watch for the Super Bowl, truth be told. I really do. I believe in Joe Burrow like that. And I believe in his supporting cast, but more so the quarterback. The Pack versus the Bengals, man, I think right now they're going to get the benefit of that doubt until we prove that we can knock off teams. Because think about this, Packers fans. Put yourself in in uh the con give yourself the proper context like no respect starting to be like over a decade right yeah and he over those you know many many years has beaten like every single team garnered some serious respect but if you remember in the previous like when he was coming up they're like okay this is his first time beating the patriots or this is the only team he hasn't beaten is the chiefs on the road or like the chargers or whatever it was 
And it's like the same things about the reboot for Jordan Love. They're like, okay, he beats the Bears, League One. You know, okay, he beats the Vikings once or twice. He beats the Lions once or twice during his division. But when's he going to beat the Bengals? When's he going to beat the San Francisco 49ers? You know, like Rodgers doing the 30-second the comeback on Monday Night Football where there's too much time left on the clock. I mean, that was epic. And I don't expect Jordan Love to do that. But, like, Rodgers kind of ticked off those boxes. And Jordan Love's going to be scrutinized for the same. Rodgers was truly special like that. Yeah. and, and <laughs> I don't know if Jordan Love has that in him, but I'd be happy to be proven wrong. I will say the best way to learn is by, like, studying uh, – <laughs> One of the best ways to learn is by studying, like, a master of his craft. And when it came to the comebacks, Jordan Love got a front-row seat. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, should we, uh, <laughs> should we head into some good pack, bad pack? Yeah, we can. But I'll just say, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he trained Jordan well, really, you know, Jordan Love really well. I think a lot of people are forgetting that, okay, he spent three years grooming this guy. This is kind of his legacy piece with Green Bay, his true legacy piece. Just as he was kind of Brett Favre's. I think it, you know, totally helped out Brett Favre's career, the fact that Aaron Rodgers was so good. And I expect Jordan Love to be really good, but Rodgers had something to him with those 30-second comebacks. Took, like, a extreme level of, like, spite or chip yeah. on your shoulder to pull those off. Like, that was, a, that was like a Rodgers special, I would well, say. Packers fans, it's like, you know how they say seeing is believing in life? It's, it's like... I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, I'm trying to think of the exact uh, good example here, but, like, let's say someone tells you about a really good film or a really good show or, or even, like, a crazy thing they saw, like a brand-new animal. Well, it's like you might not believe them unless you see it with your own eyes, right? And Jordan loves, like, oh, he can't, like, if you put him put things in, like, a, can neutral, play, he play. a neutral vacuum, right? right? Jordan Love, like, let's say he's never met Rodgers, whatever, and he's told, like, hey, the previous quarterback made several comebacks in under a minute left, like in the fourth quarter. It is possible, and it helped the team win the game. Jordan Love might be like, yeah, you know, maybe it's mathematically possible, but I don't know if I'm buying that, right? Is there really enough time? Could you really convert, you know, marched on the field like that? But the fact that Jordan Love has seen it, you know, it's almost like getting your older brother or your older sister or, or your parents doing he something. He seen it. <laughs> like, if, if you seen it, you can then believe it. <laughs> and Jordan Love, in this case, has seen it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean he's seen greatness, right and that's why, that's why he's got a chance of I being great. I, I, mean, I think that's what all Packers fans are thinking about. They're like, I see some greatness in Jordan Love. Like, I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> we all do we appreciate all of you Packers fans definitely share this show with a friend because you know that's the number one way to help us grow but let's get into good pack bad pack our segment where we pick out something maybe a little more specific and then you know cage we also try to pick out something maybe not so great with the Packers where they could improve let's start with the good pack you said you had one you go first and then I'll come in second Good pack, bro. Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford. He looked darn good. That's our backup QB for anyone not aware. He had an 80.3 QB rating. This guy was 20 for 26, so he was completing like 78% of his passes. He had over 200 yards. He had an 8.0 average uh, yards per throw. I mean, if this guy didn't have the two picks, like, people would be like, dang, he looks really good. Like, Brett Hundley... Seneca Wallace, all these backup QBs throughout the year, 
with the exception of Matt Flynn, have never really put up a, a, a showing like Sean Clifford did in preseason game number one. Like, he looked poised. He looked like a like a smart veteran who knew what was going on. Those he are Matt Flynn numbers. He, those are Matt Flynn numbers, man. He, he commanded the respect of his troops. I feel really good. I feel much better about our backup quarterback situation now than I did last week. Like, last week, I got to admit, Packers fans, I was like, all right, you know, sympathy pick, pity pick from, from Goot, uh, drafts a guy that there's no chance, and you know what, that he could ever take the, sp- the starting job from Jordan Love, but he's like the perfect back, uh, backup for that exact reason. Well, now Sean Clifford goes out there and he balls. Like, I mean, we were watching Big Ten football with just like everybody else. You never really knew about Sean Clifford. You know, no one really ever uh, knew too much about this guy. He wasn't really lightning. John him, Smith. But, but clearly, <laughs> you got you got to credit the Packers scouts for pulling the trigger on this guy and coaching him up to give you give us a decent performance like that. So, um, hey, I was, I was oh, blown I know. away, man. What, what about you? What's some good pack for you? Is I'm gonna go with his top target, Dontavian Wicks, and Dontavian. He might just be the next MVS. Is that mm. is that is that bold cage or well, Packers, you know can Dontavian actually get some reception? Because I I respect anybody who goes out there as a rookie and leads the team in yards and catches in his first game. I mean he didn't leave them leave them in receptions, well, Al, but legitimate I remember, receptions. I remember when they drafted Dontavian, you said, "Hey, I like this name. This guy's name seems like he can ball." If you know what I mean. And I would agree with you <laughs> because he did ball. You know, he, he proved it before the draft. Yeah. He had the pedigree, and now he's doing it in the preseason. We'll see what happens in the regular season. I hope he makes the team. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, imp- impressive stuff. There's a lot of good pack you could do. But going back to what your point about uh, MVS, Packers fans, they did a redraft. I believe it was the 2018 redraft. MVS was like a second-round pick. You know, so it's like as frustrating okay. as he might have been in the Green Bay uniform. You redraft the entire draft. He was a six-round pick in the draft, and now he's like one of the top fifty, top sixty players from that class. Like he was always one of those guys that just got better and better. So it's kind of a bummer. It was kind of a bummer to see him walk out the door. We could really use a guy like that. Um, I'm on the Super Bowl. You gotta I'm be happy for the guy. It. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl. Very happy for him. You know, I think Samori Toure's. Uh, Worthy of some good pack. I think Jaden Reed's worthy of some good pack. Romeo Dobbs, Malik Keith. Emmanuel Just Wilson, how really ready they were, right? Um, Packers looked ready, looked good. There's a lot of good pack out there this week, but you know Just what's focus. not some good pack, man? The kicker, Anders Carlson, who I believe he missed two extra points. Yeah, he did. And it's like, bro, do we need to cut you right now? Like, what do I need to do to prove to you that you need to be making these extra points at the very freaking least? Like, if you miss a field goal, that's one thing, but you got to make the extra points. Um, not much tolerance from my side on that. That's my bad pack. Alex, what about you? We've dealt with some kickers in our days through our Ike Badgers podcast, Packers fans, and, you know, they're decent from short range, and really what makes, you know, a great pro kicker is the long range so i agree with kj you know you cannot be missing those gimmies not it's when jordan not, loves the quarterback exactly. you gotta be taking every point as possible you gotta would, help him you can't you can't hurt him you can't put pressure on them you know like at the very least you gotta be making that stuff and i don't have much tolerance for for the mess ups i really don't i would say you know in terms of the defense will we see 
Devontae Wyatt bust out onto the scene cage in the regular season? Or are we going to need to see something in preseason? Because we didn't see anything in game one of preseason from Devontae Wyatt. I'm not going to see anything um, in preseason from him, but I do need to see something in the regular season. Uh, Clay Walker was out there. What, what is it? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think Quay was probably like, I just want to get on the football field to put the last time I was on the football field behind me. You know, it was probably like some personal stuff for him. He's like, look, I just need to get out there, coach. Play me for a few snaps. Put me right back on the sideline so I don't get hurt. And uh, honestly, man, like going back to the kicker thing. Get the monkey off the back. 70% of Packers fans think they should bring Mason Crosby back. I'm right there with him. If if a new guy Anders Carlson isn't going to make his kicks, here's here's bring a thought. In the old reliable. Here's old a thought. Reliable. Yeah, Packers fans. I had this thought earlier in the week because we've had we've had some Packers fans write us in recently about our schedule, and we want to thank everyone who writes us in because we always read these DMs. And one Packers fan said, "Hey, is this is this?" What happens if the Packers can start off four and one? I mean, our, our opening five games are all almost winnable right like and i came up with this what if the packers cage are 10 and 7 at that point you bring back crosby you bring back crosby you You call crosby up you say you get back the green bay right now we're not going to the playoffs with anders carlson what's your thoughts on that (laughs) bro like the more i talk about Crosby and Anders Carlson, the more I want Crosby. (laughs) I think it's just like, well, this is interesting. Crosby's actually trending on Twitter right now. It might be a different Crosby, obviously, but oh, yeah, list of free agent kickers Mason Crosby, Ryan Suckup, Robbie Gold, Randy Bullock, Quinn Norton, and Tristan Viscano. So it's like you got some options out there, but I would go with Old Reliable. Um, yeah, man, I mean, like, you can't skimp on the details. I think so far the Pack have done a great job. Anders Carlson deserves, you know, more chances in the preseason. I can only hope he picks it up. Uh, we got the Patriots up next. I believe that's a Saturday game. Any thoughts on that, Al? I want to see the exact same thing. I think you just run it back if I'm the Packers, right? You just, like, you know, do the starters for a few plays, you know, a couple of drives. Game two, maybe you do it a little longer. Right, I, I'm not sure with the new format it, where the focus is is it game two or game three, but I imagine game two, you probably play a lot of guys fighting for jobs and you play the stars. What do you think, Cage? A little more. I think you do exactly what you did game one. You yeah, know, if you can give Jordan Love like two, three series, like get him some work. Uh, I like I like a solid quarter, but I'm not going to force it. I think if you can get a similar result to last time, man, like. Keep doing it, you know? And, uh, yeah, there's only pre- three preseason games. I think there is something to just getting that game speed reps. Just get in those drives, fast. yeah. Packers fans, you saw how fast Emmanuel, the running back, uh, Lincoln, Emmanuel Wilson, like, got in that end zone. You saw how fast Keyshawn Nixon hit that quarterback. You know, you saw how, oh, how fast you- that uh, safety ran and made the diving catch that would have maybe, you know, if uh Christian Watson would have had the the long bomb touchdown. So it's like there is a huge amount to be said for game speed. Let's keep it going. One more more point I want to make. Packers fans, maybe you saw some NFL coverage from the preseason going on. I saw the rookie quarterbacks. That's where my eyes were on. 
I was looking at Bryce Jordan Young, CJ Stroud, Levis. Jordan Love did significantly better than them all. And Cage, Bryce Young is going to get absolutely killed. He was taking <laughs> big hits from the Jets in preseason, and he was flying. The guy's tiny. And they're like, look at Bryce Young. He stands in the face of the pressure. I'm like, this is preseason. This is not even like their first DL out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy's going to get killed. C.J. Stroud was running for his life in Houston. That's going to be a nightmare. They don't even have picks, really. Uh, and and then, you know, the Will Levis, you're like, okay, you know. Don't care. Whatever, you know. And then, <laughs> and then Anthony Richardson. I will say this about Anthony Richardson. Do care. Do care. Is that I, I saw his stat line wasn't so great, but I did see one highlight of him running over a defender after bouncing a a sack in the pocket. So clearly much more raw, right? Like he's running for his life, but at least he's athletic enough to like get out of the pocket and then like he tries to run someone over. You know, like Jordan Love is such a composed passer cage. What's your thoughts on the quarterbacks around the league? I'd rather have, have Jordan Love than any of the quarterbacks in this past year's draft class. And that's just me. You know, uh, would I rather have Joe Burrow or Jordan Love? Guess what? I'd rather have Joe Burrow. But wouldn't you, too? Um, that being said, all the young guys like Caleb Williams, Drake May in North Carolina, you know, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, like, I'm rocking with Jordan Love, man, until he proves that he's not the guy. Because right now, it looks like he is the guy. Absolutely. Um, he's my guy, man, and I'm excited to spread the love throughout this entire season. So, Packers fans, Texas show to a friend, you know, ask him, what was your good pack? What was your bad pack from the preseason game? What are your thoughts on A.J. Dillon's inability to bust off a big run longer than 30, 35 yards? Is that a problem? What are your thoughts on this new Malik Heath guy or some of the other Packers younger Have you heard about Dontavian Wicks? Have you heard about this Dontavian Wicks guy? (laughs) (laughs) Text that to a friend and enjoy the conversation that comes with it. Alex, take us home. Packers fans, we appreciate all of you. Number one way to help us grow is leaving a five-star review. Texting it to a friend also helps. We are going to be running giveaways, so get ready. Seriously, it's going to be absolutely lit. We have some sweet items picked out for everybody, so don't go anywhere. Keep us on lock. Share this with someone. And as always, rep that green and gold. Go Go pack, go go this episode of the ike packers podcast and want to help the show please subscribe tell a friend and leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. this is how we can continue to give great value to you as always till next time packers fans go pa- go
switch Ain't nobody ballin' like this, like this No, 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 no. I'm still out in my honest Rep in my city, let's be honest I know just what I got It's the hardest beats in the industry Cause I made them myself, bitch Yeah, I'm rapping on my own beat Never find one like me, bitch Streets of MKE. Uh. Watch me flex, watch me, watch me flex. Party with my max, party with the max. Ayy, Gucci wrist, Gucci wrist is 10. Yeah, turn it up to 10, turn it up again. Uh, all day, yeah, I'm in the new.